I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 48 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go smack that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the latest and greatest action coming your way here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, Mother's Day weekend in the books. Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. Hope you enjoyed your day. Friday was a very special occasion here at First Class Fatherhood. Dean Kane stopped by the podcast, and boy, did he not disappoint. If you missed out on that one, I highly recommend you go back one episode to episode 47 and download the Dean Kane interview. Boy, was it really good. He had some encouraging words for all fathers out there. Just, just an inspiring guy. The world could definitely use more people like Dean Kane. So please, if you missed out on that one, go check it out. My listenership exploded right after I published the episode, so I would like to say welcome to all the new listeners that I have accumulated because of the Dean Kane episode. Welcome here to First Class Fatherhood. I hope to keep you here and engaged. Uh, we're talking about some positive things here on fatherhood. One thing you definitely don't want to miss that I have coming up is next week I'm having Navy SEAL Week here at First Class Fatherhood, and I'll be interviewing some of our nation's top warriors and first class fathers. It's amazing what these guys are capable of. I'm honored and privileged to have a few minutes to speak with these guys. So it's going to make for quite an exciting week of First Class Fatherhood. Keep it locked in here. You are not going to want to miss out on Navy SEAL Week. All right, we're going to hit a quick spot and then get to the topic of the day. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about parenting without your parents. I mentioned yesterday was Mother's Day, and as one novelist coined it, Uh, It is the best of times. It is the worst of times. And that may be the case if you are doing this without your mom and dad. And parenting without parents can be very difficult. I'm in my 12th year of parenting without my parents. And it has been quite a journey. So I hope to share some of my experiences with you. And I don't know at what point I'm finding you here. This may be your first uh, Mother's Day as a father without your mom. So wherever this episode is finding you, I hope it finds you well. I hope that maybe sharing some of my experiences about parenting without your parents can help some of you dads out there. So please stay tuned, listen up. I'm going to be hitting you with that right after this quick spot. I'm Alec Lace, and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Going to jump right into the topic of the day today. We're talking about parenting without parents. And if there are any of you dads out there that are parenting without your parents... Uh, Yesterday was probably a very mixed emotional day for you, as it was for me. Uh, I'm in a situation where I have an amazing wife that is an awesome mom to our four children. And I also am in a situation on Mother's Day where I do not have my mother here to experience my wife and my four children. So you get both sides of it there. It's a little bit of a, a mixed emotional day. I know that the first Mother's Day without your mom is, is, is very difficult. So if, if this is that Mother's Day for you, uh, my heart bleeds for you because it really is a, uh, it's a difficult day. Uh, for me, unfortunately, both of my parents passed away before I ever met my wife or started having children. So they never got a chance to take part in any of that joy and happiness that I experienced. I lost my, my mom first at a young age. Uh, you know, she was 65 years of age. She died of a heart attack and and it really affected me. I was young in my early twenties, 21 years old, and I made some very, very horrible decisions. I went into a period of very heavy drinking. I got suspended from my job for almost a month. 
I got a lifetime ban from Giant Stadium. Uh, so I made some bad choices, to say the least. I was having a very difficult time. And while I was out on suspension from my job, and four months to the day that I buried my mom, my father passed away from a broken heart, basically. I mean, he died of some other complications, but uh, basically what it comes down to was a, a broken heart four months later. I would have to say that up to this point in 37 years, uh, the hardest moment I've ever had was burying my mom. And really, it's kind of hard to describe that feeling when I fast forward to having my first child. Uh, it's an experience that's pretty hard to really capture um, with language. It's, uh, it, I struggle at times to explain the feelings of loss and of, of just sadness uh, that my mom and dad are not around for my kids or never got a chance to meet any of my kids or even my wife. And, and, and it's at those moments where my daughter took her first step where she had her first ballet practice and I can't just call my mom or send her the pictures or, or something like that. And it comes the same way with the boys. When, when your boy gets his first hit in the baseball game or, or he, gets, he scores his first touchdown in football, there's no old man to slap five and share those moments with. So th those are the ones that are difficult along the way. And I think you really have to come to grips uh, with reality that life has changed and that they are not a part of your life. I mean, easier said than done because I'm still struggling with it. It's not something that I am over by any means. It's something that I have tried to learn to live with. I've tried to share as much of the experiences of my parents with my children uh, to kind of try to keep them alive. Uh, I, it, whether it sounds silly or not, I do a lot of imagining with my mom and my children. I, I like to go to church when it's quiet. And I like to uh, sit there and I will think and I will imagine my mom with my kids and, and, and what her relationship would be like with my kids. And, and, and part of that does help. So that's one thing that I definitely do a lot of. And I, I kind of developed this relationship in my own head with my mother and my children, which kind of develops over the years. Uh, so it's one of those things where I talk to my mom often. I think of her often. She's never really far from my thoughts and from my mind. And of course, uh, you know, not having your dad for those moments where you really feel like you can use them where, where you've messed up and where you have failed and you have been uh, made some very bad choices. And that's the time that you really feel like you need to, to need to connect with your dad. And it's very hard. It's difficult at times when, when you're parenting and doing this and, and you're on your own. So for me, it hyper-censored my parenting. I, I think I made some early mistakes parenting just because I was so so overwhelmed and just trying to make up for everything, I guess. Some days during this are obviously going to be easier than others. Your children's birthdays, uh, Christmas, and Mother's Day in particular. Uh, it, all of the holidays that come, they take on a double meaning. They, they, they are filled with conflict of happiness and sadness. And it's uh, really sometimes hard to manage the emotions that come along with all of it because sometimes you can't control them. Sometimes it will hit you when it's least expected. Might be right in the middle of a conversation with your kid's teacher and it just hits you. Man, mom's not here. And it just happens. And, and that's okay. That's expected. And, and sometimes you got to give yourself a break. Sometimes the best thing could be to do is get yourself into a place that's quiet, where you're alone whether that be in a church or in a car or in a park, wherever that may be, and just have the moments with yourself to just kind of think about it all, cry if you have to, let it out, uh, give yourself that opportunity to go through the emotions. Don't try to 
uh, cover them up and hide them because it does lead to some some very dark places. And it happened to me. And I had many I had a lot of advice from a lot of my friends and family, a lot of support people telling me, hey, you know, keep your chin up. Things will get better. Things like that. Uh, there, There was one moment for me. I was in the locker room at work and and a good friend of mine who was in his 50s at his time, uh, Nolan, who I've known for years, he came up to me in the locker room one day after, like I said, I had been making some horrible choices and he could see the path that I was going on. And he came up and he had said to me uh, words that stuck with me and words that affected me. So I I just wanted to share them. And it was just very simple. And it was he had come over to my locker and said, hey, uh, Alec, you know, my mom passed away eight years ago. And it still hurts me today. So so don't be in such a hurry to get over it. And I don't think he really ever understood the effect that had on me that day. Because I was really going at a pace in my mind that seemed like 100 miles an hour uh, to get rid of the pain, the emotion, the feelings, the sadness. So it, it, it stopped me there. And I did have a chance to reflect on what I was doing and how I was approaching it. And it's things like that that can turn your mindset around and how you look at it. It really depends on uh, how you choose to view it. What helped me was I started to change my thoughts from ones of, of sorrow and sadness to ones of thankfulness and gratefulness. And once I did that and I started being more thankful for the things that I did have and stopped paying more attention to the things that I didn't have it started to turn things around pretty quickly for me. Uh, things started changing in my life just because of that. It was, it was always easy to, to sit down and get a bottle of booze and think about memories of my mom. Now, my, my last conversation with my mother was a horrible one. It was a terrible conversation that I had with my mom. So that, took, that was another excuse I used to hold on to a lot of the pain, a lot of the anger. And I, and I, and I lived in that place for for quite a while and and until I started changing my thoughts um I, I was not able to get out of that mindset so well, once I I started turning it around now I have a lot to be thankful for and I I do this every day I am so thankful I'm one of the most thankful people on earth because I have been blessed with uh, with with an awesome wife in my life I have four awesome healthy children I have health I have a full-time employment I mean, th- there are so many things uh, to be thankful for, but think I think it's very hard sometimes to be thankful, especially when things seem like they're they're all going against you. It's it's kind of like an out of body experience, almost like when you lose your mother tragically, just because it seems like your your whole world stops. I know a lot of you guys will relate to this, but it seems like the whole world stops and nobody cares. It's just the first time that you realize, like, when you look around, like, wait a minute, doesn't anybody realize what just happened here? And, and and it doesn't, you know, people are still driving down the road. Everyone's laughing and giggling. Everyone's doing their own thing like nothing ever happened. So that part of it for me was like, whoa. And it is a it is a real awakening experience uh, when something like this happens. It's one of those um, moments, you know, that change your life forever. And the moments are hard and they are sad and you're and they are going to keep coming. So uh, don't expect them to stop. How you can handle it going forward can change. And um, it can get a little bit better. Uh, I have not mastered that yet. I still have a big conflict of emotion with it. And it's a work in progress. But I I still go back to those same key things. I feel like uh, just focusing on the things to be thankful for. And that kind of really gets me through it. And in the beginning, 
when you're going through this. It may be hard to do that. And sometimes it comes down to the basic, like you've got to be thankful for breathing sometimes. You've got to just be thankful that you're alive because that's what it comes, it comes down to is just the basic, like just be happy that you have something, anything. Uh, and because if you don't, it will lead you down that dark path and it's, uh, and, and it's hard to get yourself out of it. And, and like I said, if you don't have a support system around you, boy, uh, it, tough times it will turn into tragedy. And, and, and it can happen quickly. So as I said, you know, I, I'm obviously no psychologist here. Uh, I'm just a, uh, just a dad that lost his parents before he became a father. Uh, some of the things, like I said, uh, you know, that, that can help is get yourself into a quiet place and, le- and let, let the emotion of it hit you. Allow it to hit you. Don't try to run away from that. Put, put on a sad song, put on something that a rem- movie that reminds you of your mother. Think about her and get yourself in a quiet place and get that out. You know, don't hide that in. I would definitely say that was a mistake that I made early on uh, in losing my parents. And next to that, I would say don't be in a hurry to get over it. It's been 15 or more years now since I've lost my parents and, 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 and I'm not over it. So as my friend Nolan once said to me, don't don't be in a hurry. It, 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 it's not going anywhere. So you're not going to outrun the pain. You're not don't don't be in such a quick fast forward motion to, to end the pain because it's not going anywhere. And um, and thirdly, try to focus on uh, things in your life to be thankful for. And as I said, it could be just as simple as just be happy that you're breathing or it can move all the way up to be happy for your house, your wife, your kids, your job and start thinking of those things. And, and they kind of help you push through those days where it just seems like um, it sucks. And that's the truth. So I wish that I had some magic words here that I could say that would make everybody feel better. I know that that's not the case. Uh, I'm just, like I said, simply sharing some of my experiences with it. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure I helped anybody there, but it is a part of my life, and I wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, Some of the things that I'm thankful for at the moment is having the number one ranked podcast on iTunes and having a tremendous amount of Navy SEALs stopping by the podcast next week. So keep your chin up, and let's keep moving forward here. So please... Hit me up with some comments. Let me know what you thought about the segment. I'm very curious to hear your feedback on this one. Tomorrow, we're going to get into some lighter topics. I'm going to talk more about my upcoming book release in June for Father's Day, just in time. First Class Fatherhood, the children's book. So we got a lot coming up here, fellas. Hit that subscribe button and stay with me. I'm Alec Lace. You are listening to First Class Fatherhood. And you may not always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. i